Well, I'm sure that you can know that I have given a lot of thought and prayerfulness to what will be the first message in 2021. And um, I'd like to have an opportunity to share that with you now. I think sometimes we may have a tendency to find a, a nice little limerick for the new year or a nice little rhyme for the new year or whatever it may be. And that did not happen by any intent. In fact, my title came to be after I was halfway through writing the message. Um, and it sort of rhymes, but that's not the point. 2021, the year of transformation. The year of transformation. Brothers and sisters, we are nearing the return of the Lord. I know that with all my heart. Um, we are in the last days. And I know that many of you, including me, have heard that over and over and over and over and over again, even in, in, not only in your own lifetime, but passed on from generation to generation. And um, I still believe that that's absolutely true. We're in the last of the last days. And I believe that it's very important that the season of mediocrity as a Christian is, is beyond us, it's past us. We can no longer be casual believers. We can no longer be casual attenders. We can no longer be casual givers. You put whatever into that word you want to. We have to begin to live a transformed life, a different life, a new life. Transformation is not a new word in the, in the Christendom at all and in preaching, but I want it to become a very personal thing. I'm, I need some areas of transformation in my life. I would be willing to bet you need some areas of transformation in your life. And I would be willing to bet as well as that these areas of transformative need you have known about for a long time, but have just like every year said, well, I'll, I'll do something about this transformation problem, this transformation need in the beginning of the year, and you get a good start, and then March or February or the second week of January, whatever, <laughs> comes along, and you're no longer walking that path of transformation. And as I was writing the message, I knew that transformation was a key word that the Lord wanted me to focus on. I don't know how long, but I don't mean how long this message. I got a 30-minute timer right here, but or how many Sundays he may want me to talk about transformation, but I know that it was the subject or is the subject for today, the first Sunday of the year. One of the most common things that all of us have in common at the beginning of the year is that we make New Year's resolutions. And I don't think we've, I don't, we haven't made a single one this year specifically as it relates to, well, we're going to do this to lose X number of pounds and we're going to exercise every day. And I've made one resolution, I'm going to kiss her many times every single day. Yeah, yeah. 
I get at least three kisses every day because we say we have a kiss that we say after the meal prayer. So I'm guaranteed three good kisses every day. Praise the Lord. You guys need to pick up on that. So why do we make resolutions anyway? Well, we do that because there's a specific area of our life that we're unhappy with. We're not satisfied about that specific area of our life. So every year at New Year's, we make a resolution of some kind that says, this is going to change, and I want this area to be better. And I'm not suggesting we make resolutions to be better Christians, although that would be a good thing, wouldn't it? I believe that some of us need to be transformed and go through a transformation that is long overdue, that we've waited on far too long, we've talked about. Um, some people may say, well, I'm going to start my new Bible reading program at the first of the year, and I'm going to get up every morning at 4.30, and I'm going to read my Bible, and I'm going to pray, and I'm going to buy me a journal, and I'm going to write on it 2021, and I'm going to write in it every single day. And there's nothing wrong with that, but is it transformative? What are you doing in 2021 that is transformative, that's going to transform you from one thing to another? Because you can continue in your same Christianity till the Lord comes back. And uh, I don't know, I wonder even for myself, is my Christianity enough? I know Jesus is enough. I know his blood is enough. I know his word is more than enough. But Rick Lopez in this earth suit will never be enough. And neither will you. Why? Because there are areas of our life that need to be transformed. Can I get a better amen? Yeah. So this is one of the very few times when everybody, whether it's believers or non-believers, everybody's kind of doing the exact th same thing at the exact same time. You're leaving one place to go to another. And of course, we're, we know we're leaving. We've left 2020 already behind, right? And, we, and we've already entered into 2021. Diane and I stayed up probably for the first time in years to watch the ball drop. And uh, it was really actually quite special for, for both of us. Um, and I made a st statement at one time. I said, what I'm getting from all this, it seems that there are more people saying goodbye to 2020 than they are hello to 2021. Okay, But 2020 is over. Thank you. Can't go back. It's 2021. What are we going to do differently in 2021? I started off our service saying, you know, we're, we're probably still going to have to deal with coronavirus. In fact, it's very likely we're going to have to deal with even more malignant sicknesses than we experienced in 2020. But how are we going to handle it in 2021? What is different in here? Not what's different out there. Because what really matters isn't what's different out there. What matters is what's different in here. Right on? Are you all following me? So we all want to be a little different. Some want to be a lot different. We all want to be a little better. Some want to be a lot better. And then it's time for us to transform something in your life. It's not my job to identify what in your life needs to be transformed. It's between you and the Holy Spirit. 
it's between me and the Holy Spirit to work out that part of Rick Lopez's life that needs transformation. And the question becomes, even if I know it, will I do it? And even if I know it and I start doing it, will I finish doing it? Or will I stop somewhere along the line here in just a few weeks? So whether it be weight gain or health or some area of life that you're currently falling short of your own expectations, we all have areas that we need to change. But what I want us to focus on is the spirit man or the spirit woman. Because the Lord is coming back for a church that is without spot or blemish or wrinkle. He is coming back for a people that are in the process of transformation. He's, he's, I'll say this with caution, he's not coming back for what I have coined lazy boy recliner remote control Christians. What does that mean? You just sit back in your lazy boy, and if you don't like what the preacher's saying, you just flip the channel. And there's a whole lot of Christians who are just kind of, if it tastes good, I'll have it. If it's not, spit it out. We're going to be a transformed church. 2021 is a year of transformation. I'm not going to focus on the sickness. We serve the great physician, the healer, so you'll never see a sign on this church that says, if you're sick, don't enter. <laughs> Hello? I'm not going to focus on the, the next flu strain. I'm not going to focus on who's in the White House. I'm going to focus on who's on the throne of heaven and who's king of kings and lord of lords going to get a praise from somebody. And I'm going to do my best to help you keep your heart centered there as well. But along the way, we are going to have to follow, we're going to have to fall in line to some transformation. I didn't say that we're going to change everything about how we're doing church. It's about you. You're the church. You and I are the church. So it's one of the beautiful and powerful things about Christianity is that it's not a religion of information. It's a religion of transformation. And I will guarantee you, as the Cajun once said, that many of you started out real well in the transformation process, but over the years of being Christian have stopped transforming and have started conforming. Not my job to point that out in you. It's the Holy Spirit's job to point that out in you. So change all you want on the outside. It is nothing more than painting an old barn. Because what matters is what's changed on the inside. What's different about you, believer, on the inside? What's different about you, faithful saint of God, on the inside? Not just what everyone gets to see on the outside. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation for all things, excuse me, old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Are you listening to me, brothers and sisters? It says, old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new new. 
To be in Christ is about becoming new. It's about having an extreme makeover. It's about going through a transformation. My wife, she loves house makeovers, you know. I don't know if, if any of the rest of you men have to, to deal with this, but if you buy a new picture, you have to paint the wall. <laughs> and if you paint the wall, then you've got to buy new curtains. And then, of course, the new curtains don't match the carpet. Am I the only one? Yeah, yeah. And then if the carpet don't work, we've got to get a different house. No, I'm, I'm exaggerating with a little bit of absurdity there. But uh, she does like transforming, uh, I'll get as simple as this, the napkins in the kitchen. I go into the kitchen. Now, she'll put them on the table. And I'll go to the table. They ain't there. I'll stand in the middle of the kitchen like a napkin radar going, oh, they're over there. I get my napkin. I come back later. As men, we go where we know to go, right? They're not there. That girl, I tell her, I just stand in the middle of the room and go, Diane, where's the napkins? <laughs> She's constantly transforming, changing, rearranging, reconstructing, remodeling, renewing, come on, converting the household. While we, as Christians, often sit in the same old spiritual room needs a little upgrade amen amen hallelujah so what we were before salvation has changed and we have become new creations brand new creations new when you accept christ into your life you begin the transformation process that is supposed to last your entire lifetime not just till you have read the bible once so I look up that word transform, and it means to undergo a change in form, appearance, character, and nature. To change completely. Old things have passed away. Behold, all, everybody say all. All things have become new. Okay, so just at a moment of reflection, what in your life is old things that still current things? Good reflection. Some synonyms of this word transform is to convert. Boy, there's a good Christian word. Convert. Reconstruct. I picked just three out of a whole list of them. Revolutionize. I like that one. We got some Christians that need to be revolutionized. You need to cast the demon of religiousized out and get revolutionized. Come on, somebody. We need to become different. To be transformed is to go through a metamorphosis from one thing to another thing. God will show you what that other thing is, what that other you looks like. But you cannot, brothers and sisters, beloved, you cannot stop the journey of transformation. I don't care how long you have been a believer. And maybe sometimes those who've been believers the longest need to take a better look at how long they've been comfortable with where the napkins are at to use an analogy. 
God wants us to allow His Word in concert with the Holy Spirit to reconstruct us, to revolutionize us, to convert us. We need to identify the areas in our life that have not yet been reconstructed. And every single one of us has that room. Has that room. You've got to be willing. I can speak to this by example. I have a room. My bathroom. Diane has changed every single room in the house but my bathroom. Because I have been resistant to change in my bathroom. Special stuff goes on in there. Okay? And I don't want no changes in there. And uh, she got me thinking about it. I don't know how she does it. I, she don't hammer me and berate me and nag me. And the next thing you know, I go, you know, hey, I was, I was thinking about doing new flooring in the bathroom. And I'm like, what happened to me? <laughs> now she's got me dreaming about what the new shower looks like. And, but I realized that I was being resistant to change in one little area of our house. What little area of your house are you resistant to change from? <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. So we need to examine ourselves, and we need to mark those things that need to be transformed. And she's right. My bathroom needs some work. I told her the other day, though, you got me going down this path now. You better be ready to budget me one fine bathroom, man. I'm telling you what. I'm talking spa shower and a whole nine yards, you know. Yeah, come on, somebody. Yeah. I transform. I'm going all the way. There's so many spiritual metaphors in what I'm saying just talking to you this morning. In being transformed, I'm going to go all the way. Mm-mm. So what part of your life has not been converted? What part of your thinking has not been transformed? You have to determine that with the Holy Spirit because I believe this is the year, 2021, a year of transformation. I've, been, I've spent really, even in the midst of all of COVID and everything else, I've spent 2020, especially every single Wednesday night that we've met here in this place, teaching you about being prepared for the Lord's coming. Being prepared for the Lord's coming, but he's coming after a people that are transformed, that have accepted conversion. I'm going to convert our bathroom, my bathroom, into, I better, it just kind of occurred to me, if I go too over the top with converting that really nice, she's going to think there's another room that needs to be updated to the new bathroom. No, I didn't hear her say kitchen. I did not hear her say kitchen. <laughs> 2021, a year of transformation. That's where I'm going. And, uh, of course, I have heard it said that if you, you're a leader and no one's following you, you're just out for a walk. But uh, that's where I'm going, and I want to lead you in that pathway as well of transformation to become the bride of Christ 
in every sense of the word. Well, you might say, well, pastor, how do we do that? Well, I'm glad you asked. I'll give you three things. You might think it's my normal three things, but it's very close to my normal three things. First, you do it by looking at Jesus. That's not my 30 minutes. That's our COVID prayer time. Kind of interesting, we hear all the different ringtones, and I don't mind stopping the service right here at 12 o'clock to say we curse COVID-19 in Jesus' name. I'm going to add to it, we curse any other malignant sickness that might try to come and begin to decimate people in our nation and across the world. We curse the demonic activity that has caused all of society to go into upheaval in Jesus' name. And we ask blessings for all those that have been affected by coronavirus in any way. We pray for God's grace upon them. Can you say amen? So, well, pastor, how do we do that? How do we go through the, what's the starting point of a transformed life or a transformative process? Number one, by looking at Jesus. 2 Corinthians 3, 17 through 18 says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Looking into the picture of who Jesus is, learning what he did, how he did things. God wants us to be transformed. This is not just a Pastor Rick New Year's thing. God wants us to be transformed, but into what? He wants us to be transformed into the image of Jesus Christ. That's what his ultimate goal is, is that we become more like Christ every day of our living life. And don't stop that journey halfway across life. Keep going for every day of your life. And how does that happen? Well, it happens by keeping our eyes focused on Jesus. It happens by studying his life in the Bible, learning more about him. It happens as we go and do what Jesus would do. I think everything in life kind of happens by timing. Just, I think it was, what, New Year's Day or the second? Today's the third, so it was the first, New Year's Day. Diane and I decided to watch the series, The Chosen. And we had never watched it before. And uh, I was like, <laughs> we, we finished the whole series yesterday evening. That's what I call binging on the right stuff. But throughout that entire series uh, of eight episodes of The Chosen, everything that I saw about what Christ would be like, it, it, that's how I would have imagined Jesus being. And it was just because it fits so well because it's got to watch. If I want to be like Jesus, I got to watch what Jesus did. I got to study in his word. What did Jesus do? I got to read the red letters. And we got to follow up. Those, that will, you read the red letters, it will transform your life. Right on? And we got to be in that process of being transformed. Watch what Jesus did. And the second thing in my three things is to be transformed is to by the renewing of our mind with the Word of God. If you're anything like me, 
and I pray that you're not. I, got, I still got a lot of stinking thinking. Don't look at me with that holier-than-thou attitude like you've already been purged to total cleanliness. I have moments where my faith is challenged. I have moments where, for whatever reason, my thinking goes to the past. I, don't, I, I have to quote scriptures to get myself back in track with where I'm supposed to be. I have fleeting moments where impure thoughts come across my mind. Come on, I'm a human being just like the rest of you. And I can guarantee you that every single one of you in this room also deal with some stinking thinking. And the only way to transform a, a smelly mind <laughs> is to have your mind renewed. And I can tell you something, that as long as you're in this earth suit, it will never reach full renewal. It's a lifetime process. It's a lifetime process to renew the mind. Romans chapter 12, verse 2, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewed new renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You and I have to decide to be transformed. The Holy Spirit's not going to come down and grab you by the ear and say, hey, transformation day. No, you got to decide I have to decide, we have to decide to be transformed into the image of Christ. And we do that by looking at Christ and by going through the process of mind renewal. You can't stop this process. That's, that's really the problem for many of us. We've stopped the process. And let me help you, when you stop the process of renewal, it, you know, and it takes a lot of work and a lot of reading and a lot of prayer and a lot of listening to the Word and a lot of this and a lot of that to get the mind renewed, okay? It's a long process, but it's just like that it goes backwards. We've got to decide, it do, and it doesn't happen automatically. The whole, like I said, the Holy Spirit's not going to grab you by the ear and jerk the slack out of you and go, come on now, get transformed. How do we do it? By renewing our minds with the Word of God. I love this quote. It's by Rick Warren. It's really cool. God's number one purpose in your life is to make you like Jesus Christ. The Spirit of God uses the Word of God to make the child of God more like the Son of God. I'm going to say that again. That's a really good quote. Okay. God's number one purpose in your life is to make you like Jesus Christ. The Spirit of God uses the Word of God to make the child of God more like the Son of God. That's the journey. Amen. We're going to journey that together. 2021 is the year of transformation. The third thing is by spending time with Jesus. So we look at Jesus, we allow our minds to be renewed, and we spend time time with the Lord. John chapter 15, verse 4 through 5, abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches, he, branches. he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit for without me you can do nothing. We need Jesus Christ. 
And so I ask you today, how are you doing at becoming more like Jesus? Or have you just become a better version of yourself? I don't want to just be a better version of Rick Lopez. I want to become more like Jesus. I have to allow myself to be transformed fully, completely, even that one little room. That's a metaphor, y'all. He wants us to transform from unloving to loving. He wants us to transform from unforgiving to forgiving. He wants us to transform from unaccepting to accepting. And I could go on down the list of areas in each of our lives where we have drawn the line in the sand on that specific area. Just like I dug my, he my heels in the ground and said, leave my bathroom alone. But apparently... I am sensitive to the voice of my bride, and I'm sensitive, I know I'm sensitive to the Holy Spirit too, but it's a great example. I'm sensitive to this voice, this woman's voice in my life, but I'm more sensitive to the Spirit of God, and I want to hear His voice in my life. And to think He would use this occasion of a bathroom to begin to show me, Rick, there are areas of your life that are like that room. They, they're fine. Really isn't anything wrong with them. Okay? But they need some fixing up. They need some reconstruction. They need some renovation. It's awful quiet in this Holy Ghost house today. <laughs> he wants us to go from being depressed and discouraged to being joyful and hopeful. There's a transformation that many of you sitting in this room need to go from being discouraged and distressed and de depressed to being joyful and hopeful, and that that is the mark of your life, not depression. I was looking for the snooze button. Nobody's got a snooze. Got to have a snooze button on the preaching timer. Come on, extra five minutes. Praise God. <laughs> but I am I'm nearing the close of this message, and I just I know last week I preached. A few people said, "Boy, you're on fire today," and I just felt like talking with you today. So the key is, you guessed it. Keep your nose in the book. Keep your knees bent to heaven. Keep your body in the house of God. Keep your nose in the book. Study and read the Word of God. That's all a part of what this is about for all of us to do it together. Keep your knees bent to heaven. Pray and then pray again and then pray some more. Talk with God. Let him talk with you. Have a conversation with the Lord. And then finally, of course, you all know what it is. Keep your body in the house of God. Let's stay connected to your church. Stay connected to your 
church family. Stay connected to your pastor, all of you online. Listen, I'm so thankful that you're connected, at least through this venue, and staying connected to your church. So how are we transformed? How are we converted? How are we renewed and reconstructed? This only happens as we look to Jesus, as we renew our minds, and as we spend time with the Lord. As I close this morning, we are all called by the Lord, every single one of us, by his word to be a new creation. If you confess Jesus Christ as the Lord of your life, then you are by natural, supernatural rule, if I could use that word very loosely, supposed to be a new creation. And not just a new creation on the inside. I know that that happens by the power of the Holy Spirit, that regenerative power to recreate us spiritually. And many have done well with the regenerative transformation, but that transformation has not found its way into results through the mental, emotional, and physical side of life. And it should. If my spirit, man, is on fire for God, then so should my thinking man and my physical man and my emotional man be on fire for the Lord. Can I get a witness from somebody? So the transformation, he's done that work spiritually because of what we just had communion about and what Jesus did at the cross of Calvary, and we confess and receive the Lord, and the Holy Spirit does a regenerative power to our spirit that you and I cannot do. But you and I are mandated to change some other things in concert with the Holy Spirit. My thinking, my speaking, maybe the way I dress, all those things that the Holy Spirit will lead you into. And you just have to allow yourself to be transformed by it. So we're all called to do it, and I believe that we can make 2021 a year of transformation by constantly looking to Jesus. Apostle Paul says, I determined to know nothing among the people except for Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Singular focus, Jesus Christ and Him crucified. By renewing our minds, that comes by spending time in the Word, time in the Word, time in the Word. Read your Bible, tear up your Bible, mark in your Bible, consume your Bible, go buy a new Bible, do it all over again. Come on, y'all. And spend time with the Lord. And of course you can spend time with the Lord at home. You can spend time with the Lord at the car. You can spend time with the Lord at the factory. But there's one place where we all come for one purpose, and that's to spend time with the Lord, and it's here in the house of God. And I don't need to hammer you about that because there ain't no social distancing going on in this room very much right now. But look at you. Look at you. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 21 through 24. I think I got a misprint there. So I'll just read the text. I don't think I'm reading three verses. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct. The old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and in true holiness. Will you join me in this journey to become the bride of Christ? He's coming. He's coming very soon.
I want to be ready. I don't want to be asleep. I don't want to be uh, distracted with the things of this world. I don't want to be consumed by all the negative news. I want to be found in the Word. I want to be found on my knees, and I want to be found in the house of God. Oh, that I could have a giant syringe filled with those three things, and I could just poke every one of you and that your life would be consumed with reading the Word and consumed with praying to the, with the Father and talking with the Father and consumed with being in the house of God, that you were just obsessed and consumed by it. This is where we need to be found in 2021. Now, this is our first service in 2021. We're about to close it out here in a minute, and we're leaving 2020 behind us. We're not camping at those foothills anymore. Amen? We're not going to camp at the foothills of coronavirus. And as the children of Israel made their journey through the wilderness, they come from place to place to place. And there may be a new place that the Lord brings us that we have to camp for a bit as the Lord begins to teach us some new things. It's very much like God. Well, then let's just not get our tents set up, get in our tents, build a fire, and get all comfy and cozy with some s'mores. But let's say, God, what are you trying to show me here? Because we're going to make it through 2021 better than we've made it through any year that we've seen so far. And you can have that outlook, my brother and sister, you can have that outlook for 2021, no matter what 2020 brought, you can have an outlook for 2021 that can say, this will be the best year of my life. And even if... All hell broke loose and everything fell apart. If you were on the journey of transformation, you could at the end of this year still say, this was the best year of my life. Give the Lord a praise in the house of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm going to ask our altar ministry team to come forward to my right and to my left. I'm going to offer an opportunity for any of you after I dismiss. I'm going to offer an opportunity for you if you need prayer for anything. Healing in your body, financial distress. I'm not saying coming up, come up here and ask them for money. <laughs> I'm saying seek the Lord to help you through your financial trouble. Sickness, um, marriage. Any of you men who don't listen to your wives that closely. Ought to, be in, ought to be in line. <laughs> but there's another thing. Maybe on this first Sunday of the year, you want to make a recommitment and a reevaluation of your life and give your life to Jesus Christ. I'm going to invite you to come and to be in front of one of these four of that are here. And they'll just pray, you just, just lean in. They're going to say, what can I pray about? You just tell them, and they're going to pray with you. They're going to hang out for about 10 or 15 minutes after service and uh, be ready to minister to you and help you and pray with you. I'm so grateful that you chose to be here today and that we're kicking off 2021 in, in, fa in high fashion and style with a number of people that are in church today and all of you that are connecting as well online. Our prayer team is standing by as they are up here, and we also have someone on the phone at 989-681-5731 who you can call in and get prayer for, prayer with today as well. We invite you to do that. Would you stand to your feet with me today? Father, 
the God of transformation, the God of restoration, repairer of the breach, restorer of broken things. Repair our lives, Lord. Restore our lives. Help us to become more like you. Help us to keep our eyes on you. Help us to keep our noses in the book. Help us to pray and talk with you like we've never talked with you before. Help us to be transformed and renewed, reconstructed, remodeled. Forgive us for conforming to the things of the world, even the, the fear of disease. We choose not to be conformed to that any longer, but to be transformed and to be your church, your bride, because we know that you're coming soon. Come, Lord Jesus, come. I pray that you'd watch over us, you'd keep us, you'd protect us, you'd be gracious to us, you'd strengthen to us, strengthen us, and that you would give us your peace. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all. We'll see you on Wednesday night. Have a great day.